0: The Evermore
1: podcast is now sponsored by WFST Total Compliance. WFST provides fire safety requirements UK wide to prepare you and your employees should the worst happen. Do what you do best and visit wfst.co.uk today. Enjoy the episode. Good evening everyone, welcome back to the Evermore YouTube channel. It's Monday night, it's 10 o'clock, Mark and I are back asking the same thing. We ask every week what is going on. I'll tell you what's going on, Mark. Newcastle United are back, first pre-season game, mate. How about that?
0: Absolutely, it's, it's nice to have football. We said this last season as well, didn't we? It's just nice to have football back. I am I am getting withdrawal symptoms massively, so it's good to have it back.
1: Mind you, I did watch Wimbledon. That was some final as well, though, before, in the absence of football. I did enjoy that. It was a very good final between uh, Djokovic and uh, Alcaraz, mate. So not like me watch is, other sports, but I did enjoy it.
0: Is it is it wrong to say I'm not I'm not that big a fan? I, I used no. to like tennis, but I just I uh, no, I'm just not but there.
1: I would much rather watch tennis than watch uh, guys hit an over well, an apple with a fucking overgrown stick uh, over a little tiny urn this big. But that's just me, mate. As you know, cricket is not my forte. But anyway, who gives a fuck about M sports? <laughs> United is back. Football is back. I've gone early, so I apologize to anybody who doesn't have the fruity potty mouth in the comments. But hey, I am who I am. So yeah, we're gonna talk about Newcastle United. The rain was back as well, because the weather was crap. Q some Jeez, absolutely that brilliant.
0: Was insane.
1: Yeah, cue some brilliant videos, I must say, from a certain Newcastle United YouTuber who that, that was that was a great clip. I must have been anyone who didn't see that on social media, that was a great clip, by the way. So so yes, we'll uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about all things Newcastle in a minute. Just before we do, a little reminder if you're new to the channel, you're just checking us out for the first time. Good to see you. Click that button. We're over 4 to 50 subscribers now. So thank you so much to everybody who's smashed that button after a certain uh, rumour has it video offer a big long name that we struggle to pronounce. What is it again, Mark? Kavica Kavratskaya. Is that what it is? Is that what
0: it is? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, give you that. I haven't got the round make. of applause lined up for you tonight. No, so no I'm not being
1: greedy. I've had, enough, I've had enough round of applause off that one, mate, <laughs> so I'm not being greedy too much. But we are live tonight, guys, as always, as Well, so please jump in the comments. Loads of you have already been in the comments early doors. George has uh, is really prepared here. He's gone early because he wants to comment because he won't be able to make it. So thank you very much, George, for, for using the initiative there and in commenting even though you won't make it. In. But check us out on the replay if you can. We've got a comment there from Mark Fleming. Our transfer targets are going in slower than a Macamon mastermind. Unless it was how many sisters he's dated, then that would be his expert opinion or well, category probably, Mark, wouldn't it? he do he do really well on that one. So um, can someone knock on Dan Ashworth's caravan door and tell him to get back to work ASAP? Yeah, good shout, Mark. And Mark has also chucked in a £2 donation, so thank you so much, Mark. We thank really you. appreciate that, mate. Very nice of you to do so. We've got BT in the house as well, ever more constant. If someone's beat you in early doors, BT. You must have been having a late dinner. Uh, Roger's in the house as well. Good to see you too, Roger. As well as the, the serial winner that is Les in the comments as well, even to you too, Les. Don't worry, Mark hasn't got any new prizes for you tonight. I promise I do. And, uh, we've, also got, we've also got Unai Emery in the comments. Uh, <laughs> or Masquerain is Ian Brownlee. Good evening to you too, mate? Unai Emery is here, right? So let's get stuck in there more before getting into loads of comments here that we've got flying in. So as we said, Newcastle United were back in the pissing rain, taking on Gateshead. Now, before we talk about the game, the the lineup came out, and this was the lineup. If anyone hadn't seen it, um, I don't know about you, Mark, but I, I was it was almost like trying to solve a maths quiz like problem on Countdown. I was trying to figure out where all these people were playing. I think we tweeted a, a supposed lineup. Uh, young, young Dan Wales, uh, evermore, evermore uh, member. Very, very rarely these days because he's so busy. He was at the game, and I even texted Dan and said, "Dan, what the fuck is the lineup?" <laughs> he didn't even think Dad knew himself, and he was reporting on the game. What was the lineup, Mark? Could you work it out? I, I couldn't actually remember if he did.
0: Um, well, uh, tri- tri- Trippier started further forward, didn't he? Um, the wings. So yeah. Manquillo started um, at the back. Of Trippier started further forward, and then it ended up with. I think Lewis was playing left side. Richie was playing right. No, was was Richie playing right side of midfield? Oh, I can't remember now. I'm trying to get my head around it. But they moved it back it's anyway. So Trippy ended up stay, playing further back. Because the first part of the game, they were a little all over the place. But I think to, to come back and to go there were people lo- oh, social media is such a mad place. There were half the time, there were people losing their minds over the fact that it was 2-0 it's it's the first pre-season friendly there is nothing about this game that is that anybody's bothered about really on on the scoreline it's all fitness it's all about getting yourself ready for the season and just yeah chill man chill it's it's the first game and yeah just i think it's just available players wasn't it with the 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 group that was in that was playing internationals weren't available it was just putting a team together to play Gateshead. Um, look, it's just that's all it is. You know, you, you try and fit seventeen defenders into one eleven. It's it's quite funny.
1: I don't think Steve Bruce picked it. I must admit the amount of defenders that were in there, I was starting
0: to wonder if he'd hijacked the uh, the the lineup. It was a cross? Wasn't it Bert, Bertie for Scotland that that played tried to play eight at the back or something daft like that once with no striker. That Bertie votes. I do think so. Yes, I, I do. I do think that was the case. Was it
1: when he called um, was it James McFadden his cheeky boy or something like that? He was the one up front. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he was. He was enjoying being one up front and not getting anything of the ball whatsoever. But I, mean, I suppose in terms of the the, the game itself, mate. Um, obviously, I didn't pay to watch it. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't have paid to watch it. I know the money was going to Gateshead, but the, the cost of paying, <laughs> i laughing at the zig here, <laughs> Six, two two but horizontally, that's probably about right, mate, yeah. Uh, keeping it tight against Gateshead. Um, I think a lot of people are, were a little bit uneasy about paying for a pre-season friendly, regardless of where the money was going. Obviously, Rangers is on tomorrow night. I think that's $7.99 as well. On the Cash United TV, some people are happy to pay, some people not. You know, Personally, for me, I think pre-season friendlies should be free of charge. I know Leicester City's was free of charge, and there was a certain number seven missing from their lineup, which we'll come on to in a minute. But segue, segue. But I think um, for me, I don't think you should charge for pre season friendlies just off the bat. But before we talk about the game, what's your opinion on that? Just before we get into the game, where, where do you stand on
0: this? No, I think the initial who are about it was that it was it was, was a tenor, and, and it's like Christ almighty, you, you're charging that for a for pre season friendly, but I, it lessened the impact with where the money's going to go to the fact that Newcastle aren't going to make a penny from it and it was all going to, to Gateshead I it just yeah it doesn't say I, I get pain to, to go to the ground you know they've got to have staff they've got to have security all that kind of stuff going on that they, that's fine but t- to me for preseason friendlies it, they should be oh, yeah i own the side of There should be a, a, a youtube job There should be a free on your website job it, it shouldn't be a pay to watch thing for, for the for the friendlies because you're not going to get all the first team you're not going to get you know the your, your, your star players some of the time so what are you paying for it, it just it doesn't sit right with this but look it it happens every club does it um most of the Premier League clubs they like said leicester didn't I applaud them for that because I thought that's that's a good move. Um so yeah it's it's one of those things people will be happy to pay for it. I I yeah some I it, yeah, like I say, it just doesn't sit right
1: with us. No, and no, so, well, I mean it, it was very much a game of two halves as well, wasn't it? We were a bit ropey in the first half. I mean, they keep it pulled off some good saves from Matt Ritchie. I think Longstaff should have scored a couple. Maxi looked like he was buzzing around a bit. Then we end up going. Um, it was a two nil down, I think, wasn't it? Two nil down to start with, I think. Um, a couple of very leaky, very leaky defensive moments. i was just going to say, mate, what was your? I mean, it is the first game. It's preseason. Yeah, we we end, we end up winning the game three two anyway. So it's irrelevant. But what was your what was your take on that, mate? Is it just a case of the lads are just getting rusty, just trying to get their
0: their groove back, so to speak? A lot of different faces, I think, in 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 that sort of lineup. And yeah, I mean, Dan Byrne looked like he was he did on the first day of training. He, he still didn't need that coffee. <laughs> he, he didn't look didn't know what day it was at one point. I think, but look, it's that's it. it's, it's it's all about. It's all about getting themselves prepared. It's not about the result. It's not about... Really, it's not about the performance in the first game back. You, you, you're starting to put in the fitness work and getting proper game time in, and that's all it yeah. is. So, look, he can he can have an absolute mare for the next three or four weeks and be perfect for the season, and nobody no, nobody's going to give a shit about it,
1: are they? Yeah, no one gives a monkey's, really. But uh, Ash is right there. We're seeing a 10 on Saturday and eight quid on Tuesday it takes the piss a bit. Villa was selling the friendlies, but doing it in bold, like bundles of three, which I think is a good idea. So give somebody a pre-season package. If you said to somebody, right, it's it's 20 quid or 15 quid for six games. People will probably pay that because it works out like a really good price per game. Um, but to, to charge somebody that much, because you know that the game, obviously Tuesday's eight quid, right? And to be fair, that they're saying some of the funds are going go to go uh, to Alan McGregor's charities, but the rest of the funds won't. But, About the ticket money, the ticket money for that game. Yes, you'll have to pay for some of the staff and stuff like that, but surely the gate, a huge percentage of the gate of that game is going to go Alan McGregor's charity, surely. So, why do you need to charge the Cash United fans, you know, a further seven quid to watch it from home or from? But people outside this country can't even watch it, probably unless they've got a VPN.
0: Yeah, it's like I said, I think in that regard, donate to the the fund and, and put it on, but. Yeah, the gate receipts will go like a, a, a testimony. Where the, the the gate receipts will go to the charity. I think the the vast majority of the funds will probably go to the charity as well from the from the um, from the online stuff. They've got to they've got to take part in terms of putting it on. It's going to cost them to to actually put the the thing on on live. So I get there's going to be an element of cost in in terms of that. But yeah, it just. I mean, it's borderline twenty quid for the two games. Then you you're gonna have the the games in America as well. So that how much I don't even know how much those are for now. So it's just
1: I I don't know if they're they they probably are gonna charge
0: for those. I I imagine as well, which
1: is you know, and again, you know, you, you can understand why these people. Uh, make a very good living, supplying people with facilities to watch those games, which we won't name because we're probably don't know down. what you're talking about. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about at all, mate. So, <laughs> uh, Roger's saving the day here with a great comment, a great subject change. Of course, you can put a link to your blog in the comments, Roger. We love you in the comments, mate. So don't you worry about that at all. Very nice you asked, but by all means, mate, put a link to your blog in the comments. If people want to read Roger's blog to find out why he couldn't watch the game, um, you know, definitely have a look at it. You know, Roger's very open, honest about about um you know some of the things that have happened to him and stuff like that mate but yeah thanks for asking Roger but of course mate you're more than welcome not a problem at all um so moving on to to the game mark i mean there's a lot of comments here as well about the you know um uh, and, and madison all this stuff but just talking about the the actual game itself the young guns kind of came to the rescue didn't they you know so the so the the goals that, that, that went in um I think it was uh, I think Anderson set up Maxi Maxi set up Anderson tidy little finish and then I think Lewis Miley, who's grabbed a lot of attention, obviously after that that Chelsea yeah. cameo when he hit the bar again, he looked good when he come on, didn't he? And he set up a nice goal for for Jay Turner Cook as well. What a tidy finish made to win the game in the end.
0: That was the that was the finish of the day, wasn't it? That was a that was, was a lovely ball, a brilliantly weighted sort of ball um, to to um, Turner Cook, and and that finish was was a was a kid in confidence. Um, and it oh, was, definitely. Look, he's, he he looks he looked good. I thought Elliot Anderson in in the parts looked the Elliot Anderson that we saw last preseason, where he looked like he was going to take a step up and, and maybe that's the, the same again this season. He he he's had his moments during the during the Premier League season. So can we see that that again this time round, where he has a good preseason and is knocking on the door of the the first team again?
1: Yeah possibly mate possibly I mean he's um it's a funny one Elliot, Alex I do think he's part of the squad I don't think he's going to be loaned out I don't think Anderson's at that stage no. now because I think he showed enough last season in the cameos certainly the forest game uh, a few of the games as well where where he looked like he he, he could have a going, he could do something and I think he grew in confidence as as his appearances kept coming on and and, and if he does play like that uh, in pre-season I think he will definitely be part of the equation but yeah I mean you got the likes of Jay Turner Cook after the game supremely confident said he plays a number six role he wants to play for Newcastle he wants to show the fans what he could do Lewis Miley seems like a player that Eddie's not going to loan out he doesn't even take up a squad place because of his age and there was a nice little moment as well with him and his brother on the pitch as well wasn't there mate which, which was quite nice um for for the team obviously we've just lost a brother partnership in, in the long staff, so it was nice to see the two Miley's getting a bit of game time again their mum and dad must have been dead proud as well mate
0: yeah, it's just that that link, isn't it? You you love to see that sort of thing at your club, and it doesn't come along an awful lot when you get to the the stage of the the pair playing in the in the team like that. So that's a huge moment for them for them all. Yeah, absolutely. The comment
1: there coming in from uh, is it a Adiri uh, saying that uh, yeah I'm good mate. Thank you for asking. Saying Cassie United should sign. Yeah, Alexis That uh, is, which is the defender. I think we're in talks with the Monaco. Um, Harvey Barnes, Gabby Vega, Musa Diarmi, Chiesa <laughs> and Jonathan David. Quite I don't like list, that yeah. shopping list, mate. <laughs> to be fair, I wish you were having a chat with Dan Ashworth, mate. That's a great list, to be fair. Uh, the mighty winners in the comments, always good to see the big win. He's saying apparently Madison chose Spurs because Callum Tripps told him how intense the fitness training regime was whilst they were doing the summer break home homework. God, that's t- that is a true win. That is awful. That paints Madison in a really bad light, doesn't it? I don't know if that's true, but
0: I I think that the other the part was that he he turned he, he'd gone to Spurs because Newcastle weren't willing to pay him the 175 grand that he's now getting at Spurs. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So he's about to lose
1: Harry Kane to feed as well. He's about he, he's about to lose 20 assists well, a season. <laughs>
0: just unless if if Kane goes, unless they've got a plan to bring somebody else in, I don't know where they go. Does the to the, the likes of the Troy Tony. Parrot and um. Who's the other young lad that they've got in the background? I can't remember his name. Um, but then playing son through the you know, most through them. I think, the I think they're well. going to sign Ivan Tony, away. mate. I think they're going to sign. But he's yeah, got that, that's
1: already been moved.
0: But that's, but again, you're not going to get him to start the season. There's an awful lot of time when you're not going to have him, in him, him there. So if that is the case, they've got to wait until what Christmas? Well,
1: they got they got Richardson, so, mate. <laughs>
0: So they've got to wait until Christmas, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they get a goal. Certainly, a goal. modern side as well because <laughs> he loves an offside goal. And awesome. oh, just... <laughs> what talk yeah, about but, waste of money? Jesus, oh, mate, I, I can definitely see King going. I must admit, it's slightly digressed. Now The wind says uh, American games are on Sky, so that's good. Then I'm sure
0: they'll be they'll be easy to um, <sighs> but it, easy but to again, watch. that's that that then comes into you. You then can't watch elsewhere. You have to have a Sky subscription to to watch. Watch the games and after, it, oh, look, it's just
1: <laughs> we, we're never getting on the overlap, mate. We're never getting no. on the overlap with this kind of sky bashing at all. We'll go on TNT with Laura Woods. Hi, Laura, if you're watching, we'll happily come on, absolutely. Uh, the new monkeys, we spent an
0: awful lot of time slagging off BT as well, so I'm not sure even those guys that transfer and, over a
1: they TNT now, mate, so they are not BT anymore, so we're okay. We've got a clean slate, Mark. Stop trying to stop us getting on with Laura Woods, mate. You're going to ruin it. You're ruining it. Uh, the new monkey saying, Lewis Miley is going to be top class, tell you. Another comment from Ash about Miley as well. He looks mint, looks awesome. Kev's saying again, Miley looks good. Yeah, I, I do think this kid's got something about him. He's he just, you know, tall, strong, confident. He looked like he belonged in that pitch in the Stanford Bridge. Didn't look like he batted an island at all, um, you know, up against some serious competition and he... That little cameo, yes, it was against Gateshead, but still, you know, it's good to see him. Uh, good to see him doing it. All right, but yeah. you're confused there.
0: Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, got completely sidetracked there by some, <laughs> <laughs> some of the comments. Be surprised who's in the
1: background. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sidetracked by the, the crazy cat that hasn't uh, hasn't popped up yet at all. But uh, I mean, it is interesting because obviously we're, we're going to talk about what Eddie said after the game now. Uh, which was uh, the first time we've probably heard Eddie get a bit frustrated, mate, wasn't it really? He was, he was obviously answering questions about transfers, um, and you got a whiff of Eddie's tr- uh, frustration that a lot of these deals haven't been done. He, he did make a point of saying that he wanted a couple in before the flew out to America. Now, one's in, in Sandro Tonali, who, by the way, was visiting Whitley Bay with his missus at the weekend. What a dude, by the way, you know. If you're going to endear yourself to be classified out of France, mate, get down the Bay, lad.
0: Great shout. great shout. Um, so he he. I hope in. he didn't go when it was pissing it down because it doesn't. No no
1: ready. no. It was sunny. It was very sunny. His uh, his rather attractive <laughs> girlfriend posted something on Instagram. It was very sunny. So before the rain came. But but um I think there's there's one in there which is obviously a great sign. And but even with that, Eddie was saying it shows you how long these things take. And he kept using the word need players, need players, need players. Is Eddie getting a bit pissed off, Mark?
0: That might be a little bit of a nudge to the hierarchy. I think so. We've seen it from manager before. I don't think he's 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 getting particularly pissed off. Yes, these things take time, and imagine he's he's going to have wanted a couple in before, um, before the trip to America. You absolutely do because you want everybody together in that in that um, on that trip. It, I guess, one looks like it could could happen this week, um, if if. If Bonds is going to be the 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 next one over the over the line, that looks from the report to the West Ham have sort of backed out. That kind of leaves the the path open. So does he get done quickly now? Um, and then he's he's on the plane when everybody else is going. That's all sorted. I guess you want maybe he's one one more to to fill the the squad, get another sort of first team player in there, but. You Need more than one, I think. You need more than one, I think. I think at least one who is absolutely first, you know, starting quality to to go, so everybody's up to speed, and then you start to kind of fill out a little bit more. But look, these things do take time. We've seen with some of Newcastle's transfers before that they do take time, and and they get their they get the right player in the end. And I think that's that's all it it, it's, it is that. They're absolutely trying to do what they can within the remit that they've got within the the, the bounds of, of FFP, trying yeah. to find the, the way around that. And then you've got to find the right character. And, and it's very much about who who that person is. It's not about the skill level. It's not about the ego. It's not about all of that. It has to be, are you right for this team? And, yeah. and doing all of those things at once is, is just going to take time. It's, it's just, it is frustrating, but look—you have fans again losing losing their minds over things. You've signed Tonali. he's a he's a yeah, very, very good player. player, very
1: very good player. mate.
0: Add to that, this—I mean, I when you look at the spine, the spine of that side now: Pope, Botman, Bruno, Tonali, Isaac. That's a hell of a hell of a spine
1: to build Decent. around. And yet you haven't even chucked in Bruno and Joe Linton and Trippier and nope. you know, I mean, I, I think I think you know, as Zig was saying there in the comments that the, maybe the journalists were right about the small budget and the cash flow. Um we are gonna have to shift some players out, but we have got loads of dead wood as well. Um, I think Ash is saying as well that Barnes and uh is it uh De are looking good. I mean, I, I can see both those deals coming off because you know, with certainly with a young player like De Zazie, um I know Maguire's surplus to requirements at Man United because they're sniffing around them as well, but I think you know at Newcastle United, there's I think there's a real positive buzz and vibe about, about what's going on there in terms of you know Champions League um pushing up progression, you know, the fans and everything else. You know, and th- there is a big affinity, you know, I think in amongst the French football nation about Newcastle, because we've had a lot of French players over the years and we've been exposed to that, you know, to that country quite a lot as a club, you know, and I think you know a lot of these young lads would have grown up watching maybe Newcastle playing in Europa Cups and UEFA Cups and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So it's a good chance of probably seeing that or seeing some French players playing like Kabay and Debussy and guys like that that they may be looked up to as players. So I do think, you know, if we can get that kid done, he's an absolute beast. He can play set in the half. He can play, you know, on, in a, a wing-back position as well. You know, so that, that covers, again, one or two positions. I mean, we need some cover for that left-back slot. But listen, if we end up going into the season with Dan Byrne again, we'll go to the season with Dan Byrne again. You know, and if we've got someone like Desarzy who can slip in at left back and play there, you know, or, or even if um if you know, I don't know, what other full backs can move over there, your target's still in the squad. If that's the case, that's the case, do you know what I mean? But as you say, Mark, it's still early in the transfer window. You know, I think Billy's hit the nail on the head there. Got to see in the comments, Billy, saying, Great show, lads. I think we need to remain patient regarding transfers. The hierarchy won't be held to ransom and in the long run. That's only going to benefit us, you know, financially. We are struggling, Mark, because of the sins of the past, really, because of the lack of commercial revenue yeah. in this football club. So we can't go out and spunk money up the wall like Man United or even, even Spurs, you know, the way that they threw money around. But So if they beat Madison, beat us out of Madison because they give a better wage package, we just can't swing that camera because we can't afford it. Really, that's just the way it is.
0: No, maybe it's not this 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 season. It's, it's maybe it's one season too early for that sort of... Where well, you say he spunk the, the the money up the wall? But somebody did a, a great sort of comparison between Newcastle and Manchester United um, transfers over, mm. over recent seasons. I saw that on in Twitter. Of, yeah, in terms of the amount of money spent on each player, and the difference was staggering. Considering the quality of the player that you you match them up against, and and it's that point of it, you've hit the nail on the head. Not being held held to ransom um, for for players that you go after. If the price isn't right, you move on. You find the next the next one because it has to fit around the current model in a season's time in two seasons time you can probably afford to go yeah well, the, the extra 10 million or whatever isn't isn't much to us at, at this point you know is the is the club thinking that their extra revenue in terms of the commercial stuff coming through the door the extra revenue from a, f- a few seasons worth of european football of a continued high present uh, high finishing position in the in the premier league those tens of millions then become next to nothing. But at the moment, FFP is the handle because there isn't that, that actual revenue coming in. So they've got to be careful. They've got to do every deal in the, in the right way. And we've seen that with, and just look at the, the price that you've paid for the likes of Botman and Bruno and mm. Isaac was a little bit more out there, but a player of that quality Look at the, the what's being demanded for the likes of Vlahovic and players like oh, that. Exactly, it's, exactly. it's astronomical. Osimen as well is another one that you, you're talking a hundred plus million, and he's in that it's a bracket to be alongside yeah. those players. Yeah, so
1: yeah,
0: look, to get him for sixty seems like a snip compared to mm. in, that, in that level of player. So they're doing it right. It's just as Billy says and was said before, patience. That's the key for everybody. Hey.
1: Listen, I didn't see Osman on the front cover of the new FIFA game, so fuck you, Victor. You know, Isaac was there, mate, so enough said, as was Terry McDermott. Um, K Radiation there say, <laughs> saying, he had someone in the store today claiming to be related to a player saying he'd heard this morning from another player that Max has agreed in terms of the Saudi club. This is interesting because we, we did a rant video or thought video, this one was. Um, I lose track when I'm ranting or thinking, and um, sometimes both. Um, we did a video saying uh, why the Saudi clubs you know, not throwing us a bow, not doing stuff with us, and then all of a sudden, bang out of the blue, Alan Maxim maximum to Saudi Arabia. I have heard some murmuring as well about another, maybe another player, a bit of a squad player, potentially going over to Saudi Arabia. Um, it seems to be growing, Mark. We've been talking about Maxi being a sellable asset, and not being part of the picture for a while. If Maxi goes, you bring in someone like Harvey Barnes who, you know, yes, listen, he's not as unpredictable as maxi he's not you know like i I think about that goal against oxford in the fa cup it was the the FA cup i think maxi scored the winner and there's no other player that does that kind of thing because he just does it out of nowhere he's running with the ball you're screaming up to pass it he skins five or six players like ben arford did that goal against blackburn and he smashes it in the top corner and you go oh fair enough then you know harvey barnes might look for that pass he might look to slip wilson in you know what i mean because he's more of a consistent player who makes right decisions at the right time whereas Maxi's mind just is on a different frequency like those mercurial players are. It will be a shame to lose him, but I just think for, for for the small bits of magic he can bring you in a season, they're very fleeting. They're not consistent enough. You, you say to somebody, you know, I know, you know I christened him the Maximus, didn't I? If you stopped the diehard Maximus in the street and told him to put down the you know the Helio game for two minutes and take the, the headband off, and you said to them, listen, Tell me when he was good, they'd probably pick five occasions throughout a 30-yard game season, and that's not enough, is it?
0: No. No, and and this is it, it's if you're selling them, you're selling them to and to quote hot fuzz the the, the greater good. Oh nice We'll quoting
1: will... that. Ash will love you for that tonight, because, mate. You're smiling already.
0: Because <laughs> you're you're trying to you bring in somebody in that's gonna give you 30 games not 20, 25 or, or less. If, I mean, Maxi's games last season, he, he didn't play enough for Yes, his output based in some of those games was, was decent in terms of his assists. He, he hit his sort of regular assist level in less games. But two of those were in one game, which he was exceptional in. Like, don't get me wrong, that, that City game he was absolutely phenomenal.
1: Oh, he was brilliant.
0: But I can count on the fingers of one hand the number of good games he had across the rest of the season. In yeah. fact, it wouldn't even take one hand, and and that's the problem with him. And unfortunately, that's really been the case for the last two seasons. You're bringing in a har if you're going to bring in a Harvey Barnes to replace him, you're getting somebody that has output. He has numbers to back him up mm-hmm. in the league. So you're not going outside of the Premier League and then hoping, you know, like a DRB or something like that, that they come in for from a foreign league and can hit the ground running. You're bringing in a player that's proved it at this at this level for the last four four seasons at Leicester and, and and really shone in a in a really struggling side i mean you scored 13 goals as a as a sort of forward wide play you've not had a bad season um yeah. and he's 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 scored and he's assisted regularly across the last four seasons so i just think that if you are if you are doing this for the greater good then, then that's that has to. You know, you're know you going to have sacrifices. You're going to lose players that you you become, you know, you, you love. It, it happens in football. Yeah. It, it just Always. It, it has to happen to to move on to the next stage. It does. I mean, at
1: least Lee, saying they could see three more players coming in in a week or two, keeping things under wraps. I, I I agree with Lee. I think that will happen. I think that these deals are already live. I think Craig Hope said that. Harvey Barnes and uh, was it was a No, I don't remember his name now. Um, his hit the, the the Southampton lad. He's live as well, but that's not quite there yet. West Ham obviously pulled away from Harvey Barnes. I am I keep hearing of Harvey Barnes wants a Newcastle move. So if he's turned around to his agent and said, "Look, I don't want to go West Ham. I want to go to Newcastle." That's maybe why West Ham have, have pulled away from that deal. They're looking at other targets to to spend this hundred and five million quid they've just got on. But Harvey Barnes would be a good addition to the squad. I think another defender coming in, so whether it's Tazazi, whether it's somebody else, but another defender coming in and then, you know, maybe another midfielder. And I think that might be, that might be us done. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about when we talked about how good Anthony Gordon's done over the summer. Um, Apparently he aced the fitness test, which isn't surprising because he's been playing in the tournament in the preseason, So he absolutely smashed the fitness test to pieces. And and Eddie Howe said he's expecting a really big season from Gordon. And, And I'm wondering now whether, if anything was to happen to Isaac or Wilson, because how has seen him in that number nine position and he knows he could do a job there, maybe he's thinking, you know what I don't need to go out and drop 20, 30 million quid in a young striker? I've I've got a lad here that can fill in. Do you think that's that's likely something he might do, Mark? Do you think?
0: Yeah, and we touched on that last week, didn't we? we he's he's shown that he can play in that right across that that front three. Um, and if it you you have two. And if he can be the third option up front, and don't forget you've also got Joe Linton that can fill in at times up. in that role. Yeah. I'll go back to what I said during the season last season. If Joe Linton has to fill in for one or two games during the season, that's not a bad thing. He's he's confident now he, he'll, he'll do a job. He, you're not going to want him there for 38 games, but he'll do a job. Um, so there's four options straight away. Look, he's he will show his worth. A pre season under ready, Um, he, he'd already started to show signs after his move. He there was little ups and little downs right the way through the, the, the second half of last season. But he'd started to show form. He took that into the Euros and did really, really well. Um and hopefully for, for the club then he hits the ground running and, and they and he takes off and but he then becomes a massive Headache as to where you fit him in. Does he take over on the right hand side from Miggy? Does he play down the left hand side? Because he can do that. He can do he can play comfortably across, like I said, that that front three. So he's he's gonna be a really interesting one to see where what he does now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, there is key areas that we need to fill, but I think if you rightly said, mate, you can't forget about how good the spine that team is. We did such good work last season and the signs that were made and if you look at that long as you can stay fit is the big thing you know we saw how how much we were affected by him and you know uh, bruno got injured and joe was suspended you know when wilson was out again you know so there is always a big gamble there but you know for, for me i'm the way this squad is and the quality in this squad i, I think we can we can definitely not disgrace ourselves uh, in europe you know and, and the league next season if we add another two or three to this squad and even keep it at that. But we're going to be on with the lads on Thursday, aren't we, at seven o'clock. So make sure everyone tune in for that. We're just going to give you our kind of expectations of the season uh, and let you know what we think of how things are going to go, how we're going to do. But, you know, going back to, to the transfers, Mark, and, and we're kind of already segwayed into this about the, the transfer talks. <laughs> there was a very interesting uh, little line that went out there. I don't know whether it was just bullshit or, or whatever, but... There was also talk, apparently, that, and, and, and the journalists have said this, and I think, look, Edwards was big in saying this, that Newcastle might have to rely on loan deals. We didn't say what league we would loan people from. Now, people have thrown this out there, and, and to be honest with you, again, to use a movie reference, to quote the joke in a dark night, people will lose their minds if this if this one happens. So the, the stories are going out that apparently Eddie Howe has inquired about loaning um, Ruben Neves... And Roberto Firmino have just gone over to Saudi Arabia now. In a nutshell, Mark, is this just bullshit in ITK stirring, or do you think there might be some truth in how asking whether he can get a hold of some of these top caliber players have just signed to go over to Saudi?
0: For one thing, I hope there is truth in it because the look on Miguel Delaney's face will just be in. Just, I, I need a still of it. That will be my oh, my mate. background. I just want his face on here. Just you I'm need sad music. Him, but you need like Titanic music and, tear- honest and then, what are God, tears. Honest to God, man, just, you're the man with the editing skills, man. If that happens, you need it. Bring do. it. You can, you can, you can inject that right into my veins because Straight it would just be so, so, so good. But uh, like, I... will it happen? It really Will I think they will look at loan deals. They'll look at, 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 at options like that to to try and, and, and sort of Why not? get around FFP. Loan deals to buy, that's going to be key. A little bit like, um, I mean, not the same sort of one, but the, the whole PSG signing of Mbappe, it was a loan deal with a, with a permanent sign at the end of the season that ended up being ridiculous amounts of money. Those sorts of things will go on. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that where, you can also have a, a mandatory fee. Um
1: Ronaldo. Yeah. Could you imagine Ronaldo coming Kev, Honestly, that'd
0: if be it, so funny. If it's R9, fine. Yeah, I'd love to oh God, oh, God. Prime R9 <laughs> all <laughs> day I just long. just the, the,
1: the problem is with Cristiano Ronaldo, he's such a prick, isn't he? Like he's such a good footballer, but he is such a monumental prick that he just wouldn't work in this lineup, would he? Do you know what I mean? Like this 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 squad. He just wouldn't work. He's just such an arse. I mean, he's such a good player still, even now at this age. He's such a good player. If you put the ball anywhere near him in the in the box, there's a good chance he's probably going to score. You know, he's still that good of a player. But he wouldn't have to run a great deal in this team because his legs are all over the place. But he's just such a bell end. That's the problem. He just he would just caused so much disharmony in amongst the squad. I just couldn't see it happening, man. But you know, imagine Benzema on loan. <laughs>
0: In January or something like that. Jesus, the world would come if That happened. Yeah, like <laughs> it was it's, it's, You're right on Ronaldo. I, I, yeah, just no. His his ego is too too. I think just too big for for that sort of movies. He, it's all it's all about him and not about the team now, and, and that just doesn't work for for the new Newcastle. Um, despite how how good he is. Um, Benjamin would be one, wouldn't he? Christ Almighty, that would just be, yeah, yeah he, he, he would. He would score a few goals, but but then again, you, you're not gonna with Wilson and Isaac sitting above. He he's not gonna come in and sit behind those two. So at the very least, no. you're looking at a player that is going to be comfortable coming into a battle like that and not expect to be number one. Um, in, in that, yeah, you know, is is it or you're number nine, I guess. Um, so yeah. I think you, most, you're looking at a younger player to come in and do that job. But I, I think the loan deals to kind of fill out the squad elsewhere. Maybe it's a defender or, a, or another midfielder to come in and, and just bulk out the, the squad for the for the games ahead. I think what is it a minimum of a minimum of forty six games this season, um, and that's if you were to get knocked out in the first round, the first um, round of competition in in both domestic cups and and, and go out in, in the Champions League group stage. So there's an awful lot of games to start with. And then if you go if you go on a deep run and anything, then it's just it's 50 50 odd games you're going to need to maximize the squad completely and some of the players that are already there just aren't good enough to do it. So there, there needs to be work done. Yeah.
1: I, I think there'll be some moment in Cassian I think towards the back end of of this window, I think we'll, we'll get a couple of the permanents in. Maybe these loan deals, if if we're moving people out, you know, Jeff Hendricks, Your Isaac Haydens, you know, what you would call a deadwood, you know, and you know, some of them have served the club quite well in stages of that Newcastle career, but they're, they're nowhere near the qualities you say, Mark. They're not going to get in this picture. They're not going to play in the Champions League. They're not going to play in the Premier League. They're, they'll barely play in the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. They're just, that's how low down the pecking order they are. We've just talked about the young lads, Lewis Miley, Elliot Anderson you know, uh, Turner, Cook, you know, these guys are showing more in, in, at a younger age than, than Hayden's got left in the tank, the Hendricks got left in the tank. So these guys are going to be gone. So, so yeah, you, you do need to fatten out that squad depth a bit. I mean, I think last season, Newcastle had, arguably you could say, we had a good 15 players. Um, and then outside of that, we are really struggling because you, you were talking yeah. about, I mean, even Matt, even Matt Ritchie, I know who's hung around in the squad, you know, He's not got a lot in terms of the legs, you know. He, the, the desire's there, the hunger's there, and the mentality's there. I saw him on the training pitch, um, going up and high fiving the young lads and giving them giving them all this uh, on the first, you know, back training back video. And that's what I think Matt Ritchie brings to the squad. And I, th- I think you'll end up being part of the coaching setup when he does hang the boots up, uh, because he looks like he's got that in him already. But in terms of a player, he's not going to offer you a great deal. But he's still in the squad. Same with Paul Dummett, still in the squad. Um, But we do need to add some more quality because when games aren't quite going our way, you know, like say, for example, um, if Harvey Barnes comes in and, uh, you know, Maxie probably will be sold, but let's just say Maxie isn't sold and Maxie's on the bench and we're struggling to break a team down and all of a sudden you've got Maxie come off the bench to do something, you know, and then he he maybe can stay in the team for the midweek game in the cup and Barnes can take a, a step back. But you need players like that in your team, in your squad, so that, that's how all the better teams fight on all those fronts and we just haven't had the depth. you know. So I think I think you're right, Mark, depth is something that needs to be bought. But in terms of these loan deals, we've been offered loads of players all over the place, but I think one lad said it earlier on in the comments, everybody wants a slice of this cash pie from Newcastle United because they see the Saudi wealth. And, and the Saudi league probably doesn't help Newcastle in the negotiations because they see this kind of exorbitant wages getting thrown at people and they think, these guys have got money. All over the place. We'll, you know, we'll tell them we want fifty million for Ward Prowse or whatever. And they'll be thinking, "Ah, oh, fuck off! It's not worth that." You know, but because Newcastle have come calling, the inflation goes up, man, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think this is this comes back to what Newcastle have been doing is that they're not they're not being held to ransom. They're not going to go. Well, we was talked talked before about the English tax for for English players, and that that sort of exists. The the Newcastle tax will be there about. Well, it's Newcastle. They're, they're, you know, they've got the richest owners in world football. They're going to be able to pay the extra. Well, no, Newcastle won't pay the extra because they're not going. They're not going to go down that road. And, and quite mm-hmm. right. So, by playing the long game and just saying, you know, if you're going to start pushing the price, we'll walk away. We're quite happy to walk away from a deal that we, we thought was there. And yeah. we'll find somebody else that is willing to deal. It, it's they're just not going to get into that pissing contest with 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 clubs. Um, they're they're going to try and hold them over a barrel. It's they're, they're sensible enough to have not got into that that contest already. Um, yeah. So, look, it's everybody wants a piece of the pie. They're all they're all you know. Some these the, you see already the, the players heading across to so that that want that money. Um, I mean, Christ. But he's seven hundred thousand pounds a week for, for Jordan <sighs> Henderson. Jordan Henderson, bloody. Thirty-six million pounds a year. That's incredible. I mean, that every one of us would take that money for a year's work. Gosh, you would. And then cool. and then retire. Um, but it's just it's astronomical. And you understand why people want Want more and more? Look, can we get rid of some of our players to, to go there? Can, and Newcastle are Newcastle going to be the beneficiaries of of, of sort of this? So can we get extra money out of them? Everybody's going to be trying oh, it.
1: Yeah, Ch- Chelsea, Liverpool, are exactly like that. You know, they've, they've
0: cleared out some of this this older player
1: deadwood that was sitting on two or three year contracts. Cleared the books. You know, they can go get younger players and then try and and build again. Just taking this comment from BT. What I think about the five hundred pound bet that Alex Crook. As of Jim White, that Villa will finish above Newcastle at the end of the season. Well, firstly, I think Alex Crook's a bit of a helmet, uh, but that's what I think about most people on Talksport. Um, <laughs> with exception, with exception of probably one or two, uh, Jim White's actually very complimentary about Newcastle. I'll give Jim this due. He's, he's always been very good to us, um, certainly since the takeover. Um, but I mean, Villa are building really well, BT, to be honest with you. I mean, Villa have signed really well. I think Unai Emre, he was in the comments earlier. Unai Emre is doing a very good job. <laughs> um, he's a very good manager. I think he had Villa playing superbly well last season. The additions that he's brought in, there's no doubt that you know he's going for he wants to break that top four. And, and to be fair to Villa, I don't think they're too far off, Mark. I think if you look at the way they finished last season, if Villa had had maybe another three or four, you know. Quality players in there that they could have just got over that 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 kind of hurdle, you know, to to break into that top five, top four, and and you know that they will be a threat this season, hundred percent Villa. If if we want to be, if if Newcastle want to be in the top five, top four again, we're going to have to get over Villa, I think, on the way.
0: Yeah, they're on sort of the same path, aren't they? As Newcastle, they're they're on that. They've got they've got good investment, they've got good backing from their owners, they've got a good manager they've got a good basis the in the strategy good
1: ethos all that yeah exactly
0: um and and they go and they they go from strength to strength i mean the the bringing in pau torres is a, is a, is a huge transfer you know for for them at the back and when you, you think if they if they are going to bring in somebody like a DRB, then then that just bolsters their their forward line too so they're going to be much stronger but then Everybody else is going to be around. The, the, I mean, Chelsea are going to be back in the mix with the likes of Nkunku and everybody that have come into the, you know, for the new season. So, getting back to the top four is going to be so difficult this season because there are now you're going to have eight teams in that challenge. You know, you're not going to have Liverpool dropped off. You're not going to have Chelsea dropped off. Spurs probably will will be. So maybe seven um but you're not going to have that I don't think you're going to see Brentford up there this season in, in that regard. Brighton maybe maybe that it's, it's a push too far. Um for them to to repeat again but you wouldn't put it past them. They've played really well for a couple of seasons. But yeah, it's look Newcastle are in a in a fight. The 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 going to be now with with all of those teams regardless of who any of them sign all they can do is concentrate on who they want to bring in their own squad and then take it from there. They can't be worried about other other teams strengthening because they're doing exactly the same thing. Um, but good luck to them if they want to put money on it. The good luck to them, I wouldn't Christ almighty, yeah. I'd just lose it.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be fair. We, we're not the gamblers of the evermore uh, podcast, but leave that to PK, but bet responsibly if you are a gambler. But there was an, an interesting name that got through up, uh, and I nearly threw up when I heard it actually. Um was Harry Maguire. Um, apparently, obviously, West Ham uh, are, are looking at him. I think Moyes is looking at him closely. Um, Spurs have, have been talked about. And even Newcastle's name got thrown into the mix. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to call this one straight away. I don't think there's a cat in hell's chance that Eddie Howe wants to sign fucking Harry Maguire at all. I mean, he couldn't even carry Fabian Shears bottle to the, the sideline without dropping it that twat. He's useless man. He he is not going to end up in Newcastle United, Mark,
0: surely. I, I don't think so. I think Harry Maguire's had a bad couple of seasons. Um, Just a tad. He's, he's been he's been dreadful for Man United. We, we, there's no getting around that. For England, he's done all right. One hiccup in the World Cup. Um, but other than that, he's, he's, he's not really put a foot foot too wrong. He was great before. Something's gone wrong for him the last two seasons at manchester united i don't know what it whether it's confidence whether it's something that's gone on at the club it might just be that the whole mess that manchester united has been for the last two or three years look it's it can't be good for, for any for any of their players and some of them have really misfired he needs a fresh start if he was going to come who better to, to to come and play under uh, if he, he was going I suppose, to be oh but it would just be chaotic. Wouldn't he? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the Botman just
1: looking and going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> It'd be like shades of Jonathan Woodgate and Bramble. Maybe. What
0: doing? But would <laughs> would, very well. would Botman calm him down? Would Botman I, get him back know. to his best? It's it's a stretch. I, I wouldn't take it. I don't, know. I, I don't <laughs> know if a tranquilizer dart would
1: fucking calm Harry Maguire down. He's that much of a, a panic merchant these days. He like, what, did he kick his own player in the face trying to defend the corner not too long ago. The, He'd do that the weird back heel thing.
0: He kicked, was it Ronaldo he kicked in the face? I think. No, I think. it wasn't Ronaldo
1: because he would have never the, heard the end of it. I think it was Fred f- or something. I forgot,
0: one of the funniest ones is when he pulled Luke Shaw away from right in front of the goal and allowed Spurs to score. And he was busy pulling his own player to try and get him away from the ball. And Luke yeah. Shaw was the one that was stopping the ball from just it's, he's been absolutely hopeless for two seasons. Let's, let's, yeah. Not, not get away Absolutely. from it, but he needs a break. He needs a fresh yeah. start somewhere. I do love that comment from Ian there. That
1: could be the uh, the sequel to Cocaine Bear. Co- co- cocaine Tortoise. <laughs> it's slower than the, that from Maguire. The Zig says he watches too much, uh, too much WF. That was Pogba that he kicked. He didn't knock any yeah. sense into him, did he, Zig? Actually, actually, good segue, Zig. So I saw that as well crop up. There. Pogba's apparently up for sale for 10 million, million. euros. And I said, fuck no, stay as far away from that wanker as you possibly can. Surely, Mark, you wouldn't take Paul Pogba. And nobody in the comments would take Paul Pogba. Even at 10 million euro, you wouldn't
0: take Paul Pogba Newcastle, would you? Wouldn't take him on a free. I wouldn't take
1: him on a free. If, if he paid wouldn't me 10 million euro, I
0: wouldn't take him on nope. a I wouldn't have him anywhere near. Is it? As, as players go, as, as sort of toxic players go around your club, that that is you, you're bringing oh, in awful. pure ego. And as good as he can be, and he's been absolutely sensational for France at times, but he's, he's just not performed at all uh, club level in probably five years. And he had he had a good season at, at Manu when he came back, and that was it. He's he just no, 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 no. Yeah. 100%,
1: yeah. and I think, as, as Andrew says there as well, can't stand Pogba or Ronaldo. No, 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 it's Rice, no, as he, as he often says. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, as you say there, he's just he's the wrong character all, all over. And I think he's lost the, the desire for football, the the, the will for football. I just, I just don't think he's got that desire to come back. I mean, ironically, another midfielder, have got to mention this as well before we move on, out of tune, it's kind of a little bit of out of tune, I suppose, but we also had the interview that Deli Ali did with Gary Neville, which which was unbelievable. I mean, wow! I mean, the, the, the stuff that that lad revealed was just incredible. Um, and you know, and he's had a really tough time of it. And you know, as football fans, we can be really fickle from the outside and say, "Oh, he's shite, he's lazy, he's this and that." But the lad was going through a hell of a lot of shit behind the scenes. But but when you listen to Deli Ali, that fires in his eyes again. He wants to get back and play, and he wants to be. Even better than he was before. You don't see that with Pogba. You don't nope. get that vibe. It's like he he wants to be a fucking influencer and a celebrity. He doesn't want to be a footballer anymore. You can you can see that with him. You know when he does these silly dance moves whenever the cameras on him. And you just think you don't even want to play this game anymore, do you?
0: No, I, the 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 Deli Alley thing was. I was that was tough. I mean that That's that takes me. I've I put it out on the on on Twitter that it it takes some bottle to to even begin oh, to definitely. to talk about stuff like that and to do it in that in that form where you know it's going to be out in, in public is mm. is horrendous and, and I mean just I mean for the abuse to, to the the whole thing with with being strung on a bridge and I uh, just I, I cannot yeah. cannot get my head around it for somebody at such a young age to be in that sort of environment saved from that environment and there's sort of Gary Neville put it to, to have only had four years of relative normality in his life before he became a footballer and then it all to get yeah. flipped upside down again. And look, that's, that's no way for a kid to start their life. And and it's, it's no wonder that, that he's sort of had this, this battle for the last few years where other things have, have, have sort of taken over. And I, I genuinely hope he, he does get back to his best because, because he was, when he moved, I mean, when he was at, at MK Dons, he was he was brilliant. When he moved to Spurs, yeah, he, he was. was absolutely sensational. <laughs> Under Pochettino, like, have, sensational, man, wasn't he was sensational, wasn't I would I'd have had him in a heartbeat at, 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 at any club that you know would want him. He was just that good, and I, I do I genuinely hope he, he he gets back to that sort of level. Kind of don't want it to happen at Everton though, because well, it's Everton, but. <laughs> Look, if might he might go somewhere
1: else. He might get bought by a better team. If he plays really well, somebody else might buy he, him
0: again. He's only 27. I think if it, it's hard to say that somebody deserves him, but just that, that turn of luck now from him and just yeah. I really, really really wish him well this season and I hope he has Definitely. an absolute blinder.
1: Do you know what,
0: George, which really sad as well, is um, he actually called
1: um, what was going to happen. He said that his family would come out and say that he was lying and all this stuff. And then, lo and behold a few days later these people are coming out and trying to you know question the authenticity of what he was saying it was quite sad actually to to, to read that but you know just just one last thing on Did Ali before we move on about it too that i think it's incredibly brave and i think the likes of him and, and ben chilwell speaking so openly and honestly and i think he reached james as well i think he spoke about it too didn't he and, and these players talking about mental health and their struggles and and you know and, and how it gets them down and everything else i think you look at players like Gaza with the demons that he had, you know, and, and the vices that he found to try and cope with that. You look at the, the tragedy of Gary Speed. I think the more these young players show the kids of tomorrow that it's OK to talk about these things, the, the less chance you'll get of people having their lives ruined by things like that, you know. So I think it's it, it's all good for me, mate. It really is. It's, it, I think it's... It's something that I think we need more of, not not just in football, but in life in general. Really, people need to open up and talk more and not let things get to them. But I think it was very brave of him, mate. And I'm with you. I, I 100% think that he, uh, hope that he gets back, you know, in a nice, yeah. peaceful place in his mind, but also in a, in a good place on the pitch as well.
0: I think that that's exactly it. Look, we're getting to a stage, it's okay to admit that you're not okay. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah, you know. it, it's then the next step. And, and just knowing that there are people that are out there that are willing to listen and willing to help, and it takes it takes guts to do it, takes guts to open up and, and talk about how you feel. And there is still that stigma as a as a as a bloke, especially that you're expected yeah. to just be on it and just get on with it. And the the phrase of man up, I mean, we've all used Christ Almighty, we've used, yeah. we've all used it at football players in in the past, but they just there is much more of a, a willingness to accept things and like that, and 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 help. So, uh, it, if anything comes out of that, is is please if you are just you know, as he said, just reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, get some get some support because it's out there. Um, and and that that if that like he said, if it helps one person, then then that that it's been it's been worth it to to do.
1: Absolutely, mate. Well said. Well said.
0: So, so moving on to out of tune,
1: a couple of a couple of big stories there. Uh, the sublime and the ridiculous, really, mate. So let's start with the sublime. So as we all know, uh, no, this is not a picture from the new Barbie movie. This is in fact Lionel Messi <laughs> in his new in his new enter Miami shirt. Obviously, he's been unveiled to the masses uh, in Miami. They're all going nuts about it. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a massive Latino community as well in uh in miami as we all know so that they'll be going fucking batshit crazy for, for lena messi and obviously david beckham's been there mark as well announcing it and just before i ask you what it means this is uh, david
0: beckham that learned to speak english when he when he when he moved to to, to america
1: yeah that's that david beckham yeah it that <laughs> yeah. doesn't help himself <laughs> does he, when it comes there he's good job he's good looking at it but um when when messi went over there it was great so I don't know if you saw this on the internet, before we talk about the unveiling and, and what you think it means for the MLS and how well he'll do. Um, I don't know if you saw the scenes, but he was in the supermarket. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. So he's in the supermarket with a missus and he's walking around with a trolley. Nobody's stopping him and he's probably thinking, oh, this is brilliant. But all of a sudden, one, two, three, four people start realizing fucking absolutely and the messy. And he starts posing for photos, unlike Mason Mount, who just walked past everybody and ignored them, who's a twat. Um, Messi's posing for photographs and literally just behind this woman, he goes to his wife, give me the fucking car keys. <laughs> she she gets the keys out of the bag and he poses for a photo and he just ushers the kids out the door and runs to the car outside So I thought that was cool because that we did that very slickly mate but but that was that. What do you think about um Lena Messi to MLS? Do you think it's a good thing for Messi and the MLS or do you think it's just a football retirement home?
0: It's a little bit of a football retirement home. It, it's not quite the old the old days of of, of when you know, you have got the likes of Pele and Best and stuff that that sort of shot across there, but it's it is becoming a little bit more of a of a place to go at the end at the end of your career. It's still it's not got the pull in in normal in, in your, your sort of prime years. I'm, I'm I'm almost glad to see that he went that route instead of going to to Saudi. Yeah, I think I it, said that in is. one of the videos,
1: didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I agree with
0: you. He's going to be, I mean, he's such a huge attraction, isn't he? And I think they say when he first said I think every game that he's, that, that Miami have got now was sold out um, purely and simply on the basis that he signed. Um, it's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does in that league. Because, he, I mean, by rights, he should absolutely tear the place up. Oh, well, you'd like to think so. I mean, he's still got that
1: ability. He still, he saw him at PSG and he wasn't very happy there. You can see he wasn't very happy. He didn't really want to be there. You know, I can imagine PSG is quite a toxic place to be. And, you know, even though he's messy and he's great, he's probably watching Mbappe behaving the way he is because they've just infused him with so much power. He's probably looking at him going, oh, fuck off. You know, I don't want to be here. they didn't want to be in the first place. I'm only here because Barca was skidding. They had to get rid of me and they couldn't pay me. So here I am, you know, and then obviously he's gone over there. You'll have a couple of seasons there. You'll be phenomenal. I remember when Zlatan went there and he was mint. He, just, he was scoring from, like, halfway lines. and that, I can only see Messi... Doing the same thing, being there, and Bush gets us there with him as well. So that'd be a good thing as well for for Inter Miami. Is there a third basket player there? Is Jordi Alba there as well? I don't know if he is. I'm sure Jordi Alba's there as well. I don't remember that. That maybe it does ring That's a
0: bell that there's an, there's another player across there. I, I just I can't think right now. Yeah, I agree
1: with Ash totally. PSG is rotten. And it's fallen apart from the inside. I mean, I saw a story that they have to sell Mbappe because if he leaves on a free, they're going to be so fucked financially. That they'll have to sell four or five players, and apparently, Bernardo Silva is even doubting whether he can go there in a sign and whether he can actually go there or something. Because Bernardo Silva's not gone to Saudi yet, has he? That's not no, it's
0: not not been done. I think there's still, I think, rumblings that it that it, it could happen, but it's uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know where, where it kind of got to, It just would. I don't know why City would want want him to or would wish him to go because he's, no, such, a he's a player. Player. He, such a good absolutely. player. Such a good player. Absolutely. And he's still in his prime. I mean, it's I not know. like he's he's thirty-two and he's he's knocking on the end of his career. He's what is he? He's 27 as well, isn't he? 27, 28. So exactly that, that's that's
1: that's the time for people to get worried about Saudi with asked that about the Saudi league. When players who are thirty-three and that go, they're like Henderson, that's not game changing, that's the end of his career and yeah. he's getting you know, he's getting loads, he's getting loads of money, and I think the um the, the younger players like Jota and Celtic and stuff of like that going that's the worry, you know. And if Bernardo Silva goes in his prime, that's the worry, you know. I know, um, Carragher was ripped to pieces for saying that, but I kind of get what he was saying. He was just saying, actually, it's Alba Messi and Busquets that are over. I thought it was, I thought it was the three of them there, so that, that's really good. I bet Probably he is thinking he wish he didn't retire. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Good night, <laughs> sort of to see you too. Good So I got a comment there from me saying a few years ago. He was always really stressed out, feeling down. Uh, started on all the Newcastle sites, keeping them on the right track and knowing um, enjoying every moment. Now that's great to see, Lee. Good man. It's always a safe place here for you too, mate. If you ever want to come in the comments, whatever you say here. I know somebody further up said that they got some shit on one of the other channels for voice and opinion. We, you know, in the words of Black Panther, even more movie references. We don't do that here. You know, you can say what you want to say. Whatever you, we're throwing them all out tonight. Ash, if you're Look, still in the comments, you'd be lovely.
0: We it. But we don't do that here.
1: You know, you can I, say what you I, want to say. I, it's a
0: safe haven. I've never ever got this. Look, we, 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 we How many battles or how many battles? How many things have we had when we've we've talked about Maxi leaving, for example? Look, you yeah, can exactly. you can say what you want in the comments. Look, this we want this to be. An area where you can have a conversation about some. If you've got a difference of opinion, great. That's what it's all about. We're, we're not supposed to all live in an echo chamber. We, we, we,
1: you wish, Ash. You wish, Ash.
0: We're not, we're not stealing <laughs> stealing your stuff, Ash. Um, no. We we want this to be a place where you can come and, and and have a difference of opinion, and we'll talk about it. And we're not going to slate you for it. Yes, Chris might call you a maximist, but it's <laughs> it's done in it's done in good humour. And, and look, it's. Uh, On other things, just just have you know, come and if you want to get involved and talk about it, I'm I'm absolutely sure everybody in the comments is is not going to go go for anybody in the basis of it. We'll sit and we'll talk, and there's been plenty in the in the chat already tonight. I know, I think is Ian has been in the chat saying he's he's not enthused by the, the Harvey Barnes transfer. Others are. Look, it's you're entitled to have your opinion on it. Just this is what it's all about. We'll sit and talk about it. That's that's fine. That's What we want this exactly. to be exactly, mate. You know, opinions like assholes, as I say, we've all got them in. And
1: speaking hey, of assholes, yeah, segue now. I mean, assholes a bit strong, uh, maybe severely damaged individuals, probably more right. So, so as I said, I'm going from a sublime, the ridiculous. So, from Lionel Messi, the best player that's arguably ever kicked the football, to uh, a bloke who kicked the football all right, uh, for Southampton and for Liverpool, uh, Ricky Lambert. Now, if anyone has seen um, the uh, interesting things Ricky Lambert has been posting on social media. They will be straight in the comments here, agreeing with, with what I have to say about this. So so me and Mark saw this flash up and the little weirdo siren went off, you know, like the, the Twilight Zone noise started playing the theme tune. And uh, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Lambert, the first, the first bit that I saw Ricky Lambert, I don't know whether he was doing a podcast or whatever, um, or he's just, you know, he's maybe fell and hit his head or something like that and rather than inventing the flux capacitor he's just decided to go a bit loopy um but he was turning around the first thing i heard him say was that he um he renounced his was it again he refused to be governed by the current government i thought that's great ricky but that doesn't change anything because you kind of still are uh the second one i saw was um he was talking about underground pulses um, big guy oh it was, what was yeah it? <laughs> so this is this, is this one. is a podcast on, he was on because he
0: was talking about how there were there were underground there's, there's like underground earth and stuff and there were pulses that were coming from the antarctic at, 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 at what did he say it was something like 2200 revolutions per minute or rpm and you're like well you you've got your you, you've got your you sort of your Your number's wrong with it straight away, but just and this was potentially then causing earthquakes and things. And so he's fallen deep down the rabbit hole. I would not be surprised to see him come out as a flat earther, a space denier, believe in the mud floods. Um, he'll believe it's a hoax, as dinosaurs did. Yeah, dinosaurs are fake. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, it was. The most bizarre rambling I've ever heard, and, and and somebody put in the comments there about talking nicely to water. Yeah,
1: well, this this um, is what I was going to do. So so the tw- the twelfth man has just has just reminded me here. So so Ricky Lambert had said so. This is a glass of water, and he was saying that people have done experiments where you talk nicely to this glass of water. I say, hello, water. You look really good today. Look at you filling this glass so well. Good on you, H two O. You are fantastic, you are great, you and oxygen have got it going on, well done, well played apparently that is going to cause I'm crystals. so
0: clipping that
1: yeah, <laughs> hello water um, <laughs> you're looking nice and wet today um, so apparently crystals different story. yeah we're going, to get the, we're going to get the dirty sex spots now in the comments uh, because I said the word wet um, so he said the crystals formulate apparently in the in the glass for positive energy and then when you do it negative it goes black all i kept thinking about was you know the goo in ghostbusters 2 where it starts going like and the thing and going Ooh, baby. yeah 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 that <laughs> way well, but we're definitely getting the sex bots of that day coming but like <laughs> that's the only thing i could think of was like oh, is this bloke just is this bloke just watched too many movies and he's just completely fucking lost the plot or what um do you yeah. know what i mean I just, I just don't get it what was he talking about
0: this is what happens when people have too much free time and they spend their entire life, mm. <laughs> ironically for a show that's on YouTube, when they spend too much time on YouTube. <laughs> and, and if they Nothing fall down the rabbit hole of looking at one video and then all of a sudden the suggested videos just take you on this little magical tour of the world's conspiracies and you're just like, yeah. oh my God.
1: That that was a beating. gratitude. I mean, listen, I've I've read I've read some books and listened to things. You know, when people talk about positive mental attitude and all that, and do you know what? I won't piss on that because I think that's really good. But anyway, we're not going to sit and talk to water. Let's be honest with you. Fuck me. You don't see people sitting talking to the sea and and be yeah, hello sea, be beautiful today, be wonderful. And then all of a sudden, the sea just gets up, and goes Well, we're not fucking Moana. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is he talking about? We don't talk to the water. <laughs> I mean, the guy is clearly either all these years of heading the ball has fucked him up or because he's retired, he's got nothing better to do. He's just sniffing line after line after line. And then he's going on podcasts and being completely mental. So I don't really uh, understand him. Mate.
0: Just, yeah, it is. It is truly bizarre. And look, I know that there are, there are lots of people that, that don't, don't, what's that? <laughs> just, was, if
1: he starts to claim electricity, he's reached Cabal on we lock him up.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Um, yeah, look, the, the the tweet about the government. Like, there are lots of people that don't like the government. There's lots of people that don't like the establishment. That sort of thing. Fine, yeah. I can live with that. But this whole conspiracy thing and just, just the most bizarre, bizarre thing. And the, the yeah, the 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 sort of the the same vein as as sort of Latiss went with his anti anti COVID stuff and all that kind of things. And honestly, it just. But yeah, I think I, I think that as Ronald puts it in there, where's Latiss come from? I think it's just the fact that they both played for for Southampton has just been yeah. the, that, that's the only link there. He's not at all uh, linked to this, as far as I'm aware. No, no, um, he's not. Just because he has very the, he has very uh, interesting views, I think. Uh, but the it's, podcast um, itself had are uh, the two two blokes on it with Ricky Lambert and. I can't remember a name. I will tell me in the comments because they, but... they were
1: professional people, though, and they were still talking weird.
0: Yeah, I think that. Well, I think they're professional yeah. conspiracy, um, nuts jobs. Um, mm. but I think the the other one was was it an X Page 3 model or something like that. There he's, he's put it in the comments for it. I knew he'd be be there for it. Um, there you go. And just, yeah, the just random, yeah, mess just of. of mm. Of just Sorry. yeah, I could never I get must, my head around
1: this. It yeah, really can't. Cool. I must say, I did love Andrew's comment about how he talks to his parents and still never refills. That was a great comment, Andrew. I did, I did hold it up for quite a while anyway So I did like that one. Uh, but yeah, he was. He was yeah, he, <laughs> Ricky, yeah, if you imagine that will be living there, I think Willie we would all be voting for Willy Wonka as the opposition leader. I think if that was the case, he might be a bit more sensible than Ricky Lambert. But, but yeah, on a serious note, if Ricky is having some serious trouble, let's hope he does get some help. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know whether he's just, he's been, like you say, watching things, reading things, and he's just got, he's just fell down that rabbit hole. He's just got a little bit, a little bit tin the hat, tin of beans under the bunker, of the garden kind of a thing, you know? And, yeah, who knows? People might see him talking to, like, his scouser mates from back home with all his bollocks. They'll just be like, what are you talking about, mate? <laughs> You're talking shaggy
0: sometimes you, you you can't get through though i look at with you if you're that far into the into the rabbit hole you you're, you're not coming out anytime soon and the more you the more you get into it the less you start to believe anything that anybody else says mm. you like i said before you you get into this echo chamber everything you watch agrees with with suddenly your view of of, of the world or what's going on so you're just backed up by everything that you watch on, on whatever platform that you're on. And a lot of it's moved off YouTube onto other stuff because YouTube won't give it the the space. But yeah, yeah like like just... that also
1: with the school shootings that, that was, was was found guilty of trying to claim it was a conspiracy and all that crap as well. So yeah, there is there is some real screwballs out there that just have very out there, um outlandish kind of viewpoints. And some people latch on to them, Doing the they hey, but fucking hell, you know we are just uh, each to their own in it, but uh, Lee said he's got a smartwatch, not that watch. smart, hasn't told him the lottery numbers <laughs> exactly.
0: Mate. You need to be uh, asking the water
1: that's exactly. ask the be, be nice to the water. Yeah, if you tell the water it's beautiful and and wet and and moist and all that other stuff, God, those bots are coming on there with these words. Um, but yeah, if you if you tell the water that, then I'm sure uh, you might get them on the lottery tickets, mate. But but speaking of which, we're all done tonight. I think it's time for us to all go to bed uh, before we I all start we going go. crazy. <laughs> we're going to go crazy like Ricky Lambert, I think, at this maybe. but just leaves me to say thank you so much to everybody who jumped in the comments. We always love it. It always helps the episodes flow. And as I mentioned at the start, if you are new to the channel or you haven't checked us out before, please consider subscribing. Click that button. All free content and ever more. Uh, we're over 4,250 subs. We've got loads of content for you. Live shows every Monday that you've just watched. Uh, we're also back on this week on Thursday. We're going to do that show once a month just trying to get the band back together and talk a little bit about Newcastle United. And then we'll have loads of transfer videos as well as the odd thought of the day and rant. So keep it ever more. Like the video before Mark tells me off. Help get the the channel (laughs) grown around YouTube. Have a great night, everybody. Get some sleep and we'll catch you later. See you now.
0: Take care, guys.